Hey, what is up, everybody? And welcome to the Get Your Bell Rung Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds. I am Bobby Wall. And we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. On tonight's show, we will talk about what we know from week one, what we still need to find out, as well as give you some locked in week two picks. Kevin, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing all right. How are you, sir? I am well. My my son made this little heart thing that I showed on the intro. Yeah. Uh, and he left it up here. He knew I was doing my show tonight, so he left it up here for me. What 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 did he make that for? Is it just? Uh, I don't I don't know. It's a little heart on a popsicle stick. Okay. I didn't I know if it was it. like a school related thing or yeah, something with school. I don't know. Just felt like putting a heart on a stick and giving it to you. Yeah. Well, whatever. I love There's it. Nothing wrong with that. I, I just didn't know. I was just wondering what the story behind the heart was. None. No I thought story. you were gonna like start holding it up every time we mention an Eagles player or some other foolishness. Well, I could. So speaking of the Eagles, Kevin, I have a question for you. Uh and this be before we got on here, I told you that I think I am turning over a new leaf. And uh you didn't know what I was talking about, but here it is. Would you, Kevin, rather your Baltimore Ravens win or would you rather win in your league of record fantasy league? Like individual games, you mean win a championship? Individual games, each week. I don't know. I'd like to split them about half and half as long as the Ravens and I both make the playoffs. I don't need myself or the Ravens to to go undefeated. How's that for an answer? It's the worst, and I I don't know why I thought that you would answer it any other way. As far as a championship goes, Ravens every day. Okay, that's fair. I'll take that one. For me, previously, uh, it was all fantasy, and I would have just been miserable with my Eagles losing every week. But as long as my fantasy teams were winning and I was getting money, I was happy. But I don't know, man. I think I'm getting older. Money means less to me the older I get. And, uh, dude, if my Eagles could win, I would trade fantasy losses for Eagles wins, I think, every Sunday. But see, here we are again. We've been having this argument for years. It's all wrong for you, buddy, because this isn't about money. The money's ancillary. Sure, yeah, it's nice to get 1100 bucks for winning your league and doing well. But that's not what it's about. It's about bragging rights, winning championships, baby. It's not about the money. So you've been all screwed up from the get-go. So now all of a sudden, one day, you decide you don't care about money anymore. Now you like the Eagles. I mean, it was, what, what the hell? It was all business for me and i don't know what changed what clicked but this sunday i was watching and knowing i was going up against aj brown in my league of record i was out of my chair excited every time he caught the ball and i realized hey we're, we're different now we've turned a corner we're more grown up we're more mature and uh fly equals fly baby my fantasy teams can suffer if uh if they have to but uh i want another super bowl well let me throw this out there Maybe it's because the last couple of years, the fantasy gods have not been smiling upon you so much. But now the NFL gods are smiling upon the Eagles. So it's easy for you to just brush off your failures and and ride on the coattails of Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. You might find this hard to believe, but as much as the fantasy gods have hated me uh, the last few years, They've only snake bit me in a league or two. I've still been able to bring home titles 
every single year except for last year. I finished. I did win the regular season our once and done, and I finished second in my league of record. But other than that, I still bring home titles every year. There's no such thing as winning the regular season and once and done. You have then, got to stop hanging your hat on that because it is it's weird. You sent me a check for it. Pathetic. Yeah. That's fine. Well, I still love you, buddy, but come on. You're better than that. Kevin, you're if bigger, I tried You're to, bigger than that. If I tried to lose your love, I couldn't. No, that's, I can't argue that. <laughs> uh, one thing I want to get into before we start, uh, before we start breaking down these, uh, get into some news and notes and then break down the, the games that were. So I don't want to say that we are – I don't know how to word this because I don't want to put anyone else down, especially other guys in the industry, the fantasy world. But after week one, I was able to go in and really break down the Sirius XM fantasy radio host dynasty IDP league that I'm in. And before I got in it, I'm going through the league settings and it's tough to see what the starting lineup is made up of. Cause you can start one to three running backs, three to five receivers, two to four linebackers. So it's tough to know exactly what you need until you submit a lineup. But then I started looking at the scoring before the rookie draft. And I remember talking to you and I was like, man, these defensive guys really put some points on the board in this league. Uh, Because again, the scorings, unless you're in an IDP league every year, which I'm not, I have been before. It's tough to track the scoring and who's doing what. So I get in here and the draft comes around. I have six draft picks and I turn those six draft picks into, I drafted one offensive player, Chris Olave. I received David Montgomery in a trade. I received defensive tackle BJ Hill in a trade. And then all my five other draft picks were all defensive players. In the first, it, it's a 16 team league in the first two rounds. So out of 32 picks, only seven defensive players were drafted. Obviously one was mine because my second round pick was a defensive player. 21, then then so that's the first two rounds of this rookie draft. Only seven guys were defensive players. If you look at the highest scoring players in this league after week one, 21 of the top 32 highest scoring players were on the defensive side of the ball. I am in this league with big wigs of the industry. I'm not going to throw any names out there. I won this last week by almost 100 points. I beat the guy I was playing. Now, I... I inherited a team. It's a pretty good team. So this win has far less to do with me than it does a team I already had. But why are they not stacking up defensive players? I forgot to mention that you only start 19 players and 11 of them are on the defensive side of the ball. So every single week you put out more defensive guys than you put out offensive guys. These teams, this, it's backwards to me. What are, am I missing something here? No, you're not. We're just smarter than them. When this all first started and you, you contacted me, it's like, well, I'm going to probably do this. This guy invited me in. We're going to do it. And you read me your team. I was like, yeah, we both thought, I wouldn't say you, you were left a stellar team. You were left a team that Solid. you, that you could, yeah, a team that you could work with. Yeah, right. Sure. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't like you were buried, but it wasn't exactly a team like, like inspired, like, oh, we got this wrapped up. But then you started the draft, and because you're able to do so much with the draft, and it's an email draft, correct? Wasn't it an email well, draft? No, it's just a s- slow draft. You had so like slow, so it's on, on a site. Twelve hours, very slow. Okay, correct. Um, and you would you call me, text me, and we were going over eight million different things of these trades, and we're like the first one you did, and somebody took. We're like, 
did they really just accept that that quick? And you were like, yeah, I'm okay. So you and I started just throwing out these. I mean, I just started really throwing out crazy ideas to you because you were getting a little frazzled. So I, I had to be for once the voice of reason. And for once, you're right. And I'm just like, throw this out. And they start accepting more. And next thing you know, you hauled in the players we targeted from the beginning, except with all this amazing value and a bunch of extra picks. And then on top of it, you've got these guys who Patrick Mahomes is their God and pay no attention to all the huge point scores in a, in a format like this. Because they honestly, they think they know everything and they just don't because so much of this, there's so much to it, but there's also the, the element of luck. But I just sure. honestly think we're we're smarter than them. And I know people listening probably think we're arrogant jerks, but I, I, I rarely come across a guy online that I'm thinking like, this guy knows so much more about this than me. I just don't. So there were, one of the trades I did was I moved down. I think it was in the fourth round. And I didn't even give up a pick. All I did was swap picks with somebody else, and I dropped a few spots. I needed a defensive tackle, so I, I had him send me B.J. Hill in a trade, defensive tackle from Cincinnati. And I remember calling you right away. I was so pumped. I'm like, look, dude, he's in Cincinnati. The guy that was starting ahead of him, they just traded away. They signed him to an extension. This guy's going to be great. <laughs> he was like the fifth highest scoring defensive tackle this week. Week one, buddy. Yeah, they, I mean, they, let's go. I just really think they don't look at the big picture. Maybe they're too busy. Maybe they're arrogant. Maybe they just think things that aren't just really true. I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and pretend they're idiots. Cause that's simply not true. I just think that when we, the two of us put our minds together, we can hang with anybody in any format. I think we proved it two years ago when we get in a once and done for the first time in our lives, we rolled that league. Dominated. All right, sir. I just want to get that out there. And I do also want to give a shout out to Alyssa. Uh, one of our listeners and members of our Facebook group who posted a screenshot of her team that absolutely dominated week one. And her team name is Get Your, Get Your Bell, Bell Run. Run. Gotta love it. So shout out to you, Alyssa. Uh, keep up the good work and let us know if you need anything. Uh, Kevin, how do you feel about your boy L. Jacks, Lamar Jackson, turning down a huge deal from the Ravens simply because there was enough guaranteed cash? Smart for him because somebody's going to offer a lot more than that at the end of the season. Might be the Ravens, might be somebody else. Um, with his style, although again, we talked before and on your previous show, he is great at avoiding big hits. He really is. He rarely takes any kind of a big hit at all. But still, that style to guarantee him 200 some million for a guy who won one twisted knee and his whole game is going. I I I can't blame the Ravens. I mean, 133 million guaranteed. Like really, it's a, it's just it's come down to what he said it wasn't. He he was saying originally when he you know he doesn't even have an agent that it's not an ego thing. Well, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I mean, that, that's gonna... just crazy. But I don't blame I don't blame either side. I don't blame the Ravens for not wanting to get more guaranteed money. Yeah. I don't blame him for turning down that amount of guaranteed money because somebody's going to pay him. You know that. Last question on this. Are they going to give him the Kirk Cousins treatment where they franchise tag him two years in a row? That's what, that's what most people seem to think. It's going to be an, just a ridiculous amount of money. Um, yeah. You know, top so five, both- top five salary, out to the top five or a 20% bump in what you're making each year. Uh, the, the, the thing is, they can sign him to the, do the franchise. Then they have till July 15th to hammer something out. 
I, I, I personally, I don't know what I want them to do. I really don't. Yep. I just don't well, want the whole team to be handcuffed like they did with Flacco. Right. That's it. And that's you and I are, I mean, we are against that big quarterback contract. You yeah, hated it when teams. they gave it to Flacco. I hate it when the Eagles gave it to Wentz. Um, you just, it's so tough to build a team whenever you're giving so it much money to you at every other position. Does. And it's not just for a year, it's for a long time. You just, unless you're lucky enough to find idiots like the Colts who will take it on, you're just sort of, you sort of shot yourself in the foot for five to six years. That's right. Uh, a lot of us out here, um, you know, only 50% of people win, 50% of people lose. Although I tied this week in a league that goes to the 100th of a point. You would. I somehow managed to pull out a tie. You would. Um, but don't get too down on yourself if you lost week one. It is only week one, and you're going to get hit with things. And I'm hoping that my week one and my league of record, there's always something. And, but you can, you can overcome it, right? You, you might have someone who just flat out sucked. I had Stafford, and he just flat out sucked. You can overcome that. I had uh, Keenan Allen, who was balling out, buddy, and then went down in the second quarter, out for the game. All right, an injury. One guy sucked, one guy's hurt, I'm okay. And then Dak Prescott goes down, which killed my CeeDee Lamb um, play. Uh, all right, well, you know what? That happens too, another injury. And every now and then we start the wrong guy when you know, you're flip-flopping ideas. I called you Sunday morning. I found out the Damian Williams for the uh, – or I'm sorry, Tyler Algier, Tyler Algier was inactive. And I said, dude, I need to start Cordero Patterson over Rashad Bateman. I think I need to do this. And what would you say? I said, it doesn't matter which one you pick. It's definitely going to be the wrong one. And I thought, you know what? He's right. I'll just stick with what I got, which was Bateman. And it was the wrong one. <laughs> All of those things happened to one team. I mean, I just, I got. Yeah, but Bateman didn't have a bad game. Just Correct. not as good as Patterson. It still would have been a nine point swing. Yeah. But anyway, what I'm saying is, all of those things aren't going to happen to your teams. If it did, you're okay. You're going to be able to to combat it, to overcome it. Just keep listening to the show. We got you. I like that. That was tough, though. Yeah, I, so, I, I, so I, assume you lost, I assume you lost that game then. Oh, yeah. I mean, one or two of those. Oh, not to mention, I have A.J. Dillon and Joe Mixon on that team. Joe Mixon got stopped on the one-inch line, I think, on two separate drives, and A.J. Dillon got stopped on one drive. If even – one or two does, does go in like i'm okay yeah it was just oh a world i texted you and i was like dude how come on what's going on it's happening yeah. again the fantasy gods are striking well, striking you'll down be surprised upon by this and this is going to be an anomaly i actually in my league of record went two and oh um because really? as you know we when you play an opponent and you play the league average which helps right. get rid of those lucky uh those bad beats or when you're the number two team out of 16 which you played the number one and just go zero and one so I went to know not only that, I had the highest points in the league. Nice. But well that's done. the thing. That shows how much luck really does play. Because I'm not playing for this year. You know that I've mentioned on the show. I want to do well. Yeah, I'm not. It's not like I've tanked. I'm building f for future years because of the format of this league. You sometimes right. just have to do that. And I just hope to have a team that will be decent. But man, between Cousins, uh, Miles Sanders, AJ, AJ. Dillon, JJ. Uh, the Steelers defense, you know, my team just they just lit it up. But I'm I might only win six more games the rest of the year. 
<laughs> but I went 2-0 this week. We'll take it. All right, we're going to hop into some snapshots from each game. You good? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Bills at Rams, dude. Uh, I'll give I'll give just a couple thoughts I have on each one, and then you follow me up with whatever you want to add, all right? Yeah. Dude, the Bills are good. And, uh, I mean, Josh Allen, Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs, they're all good. Devin Singletary even looked good. My pick of the Rams missing the playoffs looks pretty good after week one. Now, granted, anything and everything we say, we understand it's only week one. Just like I said, don't panic on your fantasy team. Don't panic on this stuff either. We found out that Stafford still throws a lot of interceptions. We found out that Cam Akers is not that good. We told you so. And we also found out once again that our guy whom we love so much, Jalen Ramsey, is awful. He gave up a perfect QB rating. The, oh, he had one incompletion thrown his way. It's like six for seven for 112 yards or something and a touchdown throwing to the guy he was covering. He is a bum. I've been saying it all along. Nobody wants to listen to me. He, he was good just, in Jacksonville before he got started running his mouth. And then he was, that's it. But he he's a big I don't know, like even PFF last year had him graded, I think, as the number one or number two. I'm like, how? Who's watching this tape? Like what what game are you watching? He was toast. I love all the freaking burnt toast memes. <laughs> I'm just sitting there, I laugh at every single one. It's a shame he doesn't listen to the show so he can listen to me say, You suck. And granted, yes, you're a far better corner than we are. We understand that. That's not what we're saying. But for as much as you run your mouth, you get burnt constantly. It's unreal how this dude gets so much respect. And he'll still run his mouth even after that. It's crazy. Crazy. I I love what the Jalen Ramsey button does for you. And I love pushing it every now and then. I'm all for people talking smack about how great they are if they are great. I I I I love it. Talk as much trash you want, but when you suck and you just continue to run your mouth, I mean, when Diggs got it, I know he got a taunting penalty, but oh, that's what he needed. He needed to be not just give that up, but and it really shouldn't have even been close. Allen actually grossly underthrew him. He had to yeah. stop and roll into the end zone when he caught that ball. Yeah. He was burnt by ten yards. It was just ridiculous. Oh, the thing that got me, and we we can't do this with every game. The thing that got me is in the broadcast they were talking about. Oh, well, he thought they they were playing quarters coverage, and he thought he had help. That's not how quarters coverage works. I I mean, I played the position quarter. You have a quarter of the field, and you don't let anyone behind you on that quarter. And he let Diggs run straight down the sideline. Certainly that is did one hundred percent his fault. And, and I'll. The only thing I could say in his defense is there's probably five guys in the league that can make that throw. But guess what? Know, know yeah. who you're playing. You're playing the guy who probably has the biggest arm. So right. how can you let somebody, one of the top five receivers in the league, get 10 yards behind you and let him – he's so far behind you that he had to stop, lay on the ground, catch the ball, and still had time to roll backwards a full yard, and you still didn't have time to catch him. It's unreal. The Ram- so I the Ramsey button is my favorite button. Yeah. So Stafford was not great. I you told me before all these drafts that you thought Stafford was going to struggle this year. Yet, so it really surprised me again why you drafted him. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't understand where the disconnect in your own mind was there. I took him as he was a QB thirteen. I think. Why though? If you thought he was going to suck. Because I had him ranked as QB thirteen. 
why'd you have him at 13 if you didn't think he was probably going to be 13? Well, I think he's going to throw 30-something touchdowns. I think he's going to get yards. I think he's going to do okay in fantasy. You, I don't think he's going to be a top 10 QB. You even top, sent me a text at one point how concerned you were about his elbow. Uh, yeah, and then it came out that he had a procedure. So right. that was why he was resting and all those things. So it wasn't like he um, – okay. It the injury scared me, but finding out that it was a procedure helps it okay. helps well, I relieve some of my fears. My thought, you know, I'm I'm a lot bigger proponent of it's week one than you. You you are that way to a point, but to pretend the Rams are done, not buying oh, it. I know. to pretend I know. Acres is going to have three carries for zero yards every week, not buying it. Bigger things that concern me is that if a team finally does decide to cover Cooper Cup. What's left? Freaking Allen Robinson, two targets, one catch. He covers himself. You know, you know, Tyler Higby. I don't really think Tyler Higby's the answer. Eleven targets for Tyler Higby. Two or three drops. Yeah, I'd be very concerned about all that more than anything. And then the Bills. We said it before, the best team in the league, top to bottom. It's it's give them the trophy. It, it's just sickening. If they didn't have to play in the FC and had one of the hardest schedules in the league. You'd be thinking maybe could could these guys go undefeated? They're not going to. But if they did, if I had to pick a team right now that has a chance, I, I'm going with them 100. percent All right, Eagles, Lions, Eagles uh, squeaked out a win against Detroit in what was a barn burner. I think the highest scoring game of the week. Hurts, Jalen Hurts is awesome. He scored 24 points without throwing a touchdown pass. 90 some rushing yards, I believe. AJ Brown is ridiculous. Three Eagles running backs scored touchdowns, which is per the course. Miles Sanders, our guy, 96 yards. He averaged over seven yards a carry. Give him the ball. All right, we're going to get into this in a moment. Uh, I know. And then uh, Amon Ra, St. Brown, he's gobbling up targets like he did at the end of last year. And DeAndre Swift. Oh, boy. 175 total yards with a touchdown. He averaged almost 10 yards a carry, but out of practice today with an ankle. So keep an eye on that. You're saying he has an ankle? Uh, well, he he has two. One of them hurts. Oh, an ankle injury. Yes. Michelle yes, Tafoya used to always do that, and it would drive me. Yeah, he listed his questionable with a hip. Like, what is that supposed to mean? He's got a hip. It just it's one of those my pet peeves. But we'll roll. Swift. The thing is, he had like a sixty yard carry at the beginning of the game. Yet he still had a monster game after that. That's right. Um, I told you, I'm on Ross St. Brown, baby. That's my boy. I don't know if he'll necessarily make top five, but I think he's got a great shot at top ten. Detroit looked good. Couldn't play defense to save their freaking lives. They were run over. It no. should the Eagles should have had more. They should have had more points, but uh they didn't. Uh DeAndre Swift did look great, man. They looked they looked all around. They looked sharp. The addition of Chark is big. But let's get to the Eagles. Mr. Miles Sanders, 13 carries for 96 yards. Beat Let's him. look at Kenny Gainwell, 5 for 20. Let's look at Mr. Bolston, 4 for 10. Why are they even playing? Why do they have nine carries, only four less total than Miles Sanders? Why do they get to the snake all these touchdowns? What, I am, what did he do? Did I am, he run over these guys' dog, Jeffrey Lurie's dog? Did he do I'm, something with his daughter? What is going on here? I am so happy that you are now a Miles Sanders owner because you can share in my hatred for Boston Scott. 
Well, I said it last year. I agreed with you. It made no sense. Like a game where you're five carries for 60 yards in the first half and you get one carry afterwards and end up losing. And he has, they show, they've shown stats for his career. Like if he gets X number of carries in a game, it's like they've lost one game ever if he gets at least 12 carries yeah. or something. So let's not do it. Let's, let's bench him as much as we can and make, it's like they want to make it interesting. I don't understand. He is the worst utilized player maybe in the league. And I, I mean that. Not just because he's on my team. I really, right. it makes no sense. As an Eagles fan, you're more plugged into this team than me. Please make it make sense. Can't, won't. It's impossible. But I am writing down Miles Sanders' button right underneath Jalen Ramsey button. I like it. Yeah, because now I'll get Ramsey. I'm always going to just, uh But this Miles Sanders thing, it, it's mind-boggling. I, I, I can't get behind it. A.J. Brown. Everything we thought it was going to be chucking uh, the ball, he's going to catch it. He's going to throw one guy to the side. He's going to outrun two other guys. He almost drug a guy in the end zone. Yeah, he was he dragging did. a guy yeah, down the field. Almost and another did. Guy yeah. Came him. yeah. Um, I'd be again worried that he got 13 targets more than the rest of the team combined. You don't get to play Detroit every week. I mean that he really did. the rest of the team only had 11 combined. <laughs> the whole yeah. team. So. What? There's going to be weeks where that's that formula is not going to work out. Uh, what happened to the Eagles' defense? Talk to me. Um, they they there was a special on cheesesteaks um, at Jim's, which if you go to Philly, Jim's is the best in my opinion. Uh, so they didn't they didn't come. Okay, fair enough. Because it was it was uh, not pretty. They got it was not. Yeah, you know, they got ran over by Jared Goff. So again, you don't get to play Detroit every. Me and you and I have been higher on Detroit than most people are, but still. 38-35, I don't know. A lot of points, a lot of points. All right, 49ers at Bears, what an ugly game. Ugh. It's really hard to take anything away from this. It was a monsoon. The field was a mess. Uh, Elijah Mitchell is out already for like eight weeks probably. Um, Jeff Wilson should be the next man up with Debo getting an increased role, which is can only mean good things. Cole Komet for the Bears gave you a zero at tight end. I just tweeted tonight, why do we think that Cole Komet is more than just a streaming tight end? I don't know. I've been saying it all offseason. Everyone's big and high on him. I don't get it. And Darnell Mooney, as uh, predicted on this show, also almost a zero, very close behind Komet. What do you have, like one catch for 11 yards or something terrible? But, uh, again, that's it. There's, the weather just ruined everything there. Yeah, I can't get too down on anybody in this game, even those quarterbacks, the has-beens that never were. Um because it was literally like 45 mile an hour swirling winds, monsoon. Like you couldn't see the field at times. It looked like a pond. So yep. I can't really get on anybody on any team. You couldn't pass the ball. You couldn't really kick the ball. It was bad in the first half. The second half was straight up quagmire, one of my favorite words. That said, are these the two worst quarterbacks in the league? I can't judge. There's an argument to be made. But Boy, they didn't There's do an anything to make me think they aren't. At least with Lance, as far as fantasy goes, not real football, but for fantasy, he's got the he's got the rushing stats. So that'll help uh, you out. Yeah. I guess, I guess we can give him that. I mean, Justin Fields had 28, not not Lance, but he had 54. Right. Um, but it'll be interesting now. Eli Mitchell, I played him in once and done, thinking of God, he'll get me at least one game. If I had listened to previous shows, I'd have realized. He's, there's no way he'll even make it to halftime. I predicted it numerous times. Four carries, yeah. 41 yards. Daniel yeah, listen Curry, to yourself. Now he's out for half the year. At right. least. 
So yeah, yeah. Jeff Wilson's that's man up. Good luck with that situation though. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Steelers at Bengals. No one wanted to win this game. And as a Ravens fan, you had to be laughing as there were three or four missed field goals that could have ended it. Uh, Najee Harris got hurt. Should be fine. I would definitely recommend all Najee Harris owners going out and adding Jalen Warren if you can. Jamar Chase is unreal. Joe Burrow was mediocre. He was getting mediocre. He had four picks and a lost fumble. That's worse than mediocre. Well, I, I'm talking fantasy production and real football. Oh, fair enough. Yes. Fair enough. He was awful. He yeah. was getting, um, I mean, lit up. He Joe was. Mixing? Joe Mixon got nine-ish, I think, targets in the past game. That is an uptick, and we love seeing nine. that. Yep. And dude, Hayden Hurst, six targets, I think. That's uh, I can do eight. that in the eight, even better in this the 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 slim pickings of the waiver wire tight end world. I'll take Hayden Hurst. I'm actually starting him over Noah Fant in a league. I went out and picked him up. Fair enough. Yeah, this was a fun game to watch. I, I saw a good bit of it, actually, because I had it on uh, a tablet beside me. Um, yeah, nobody wanted to win. Nobody could kick. Now, part of it, McPherson, wasn't all, that wasn't all his fault. Two terrible snaps that threw off his timing. Yeah. The one just weird time. The other one, he had to stop and then come up and kick. Um, and now the thing it was their backup long snapper. Their long snapper got hurt this week in practice. So, right. so, so we can give them a little break there. But my worry is the Bengals had five turnovers. And still almost won. I know. that's doesn't I mean, say a lot. But I'm glad they lost because the Steelers are going to go like 8, 9, 9, and 8. I love the Bengals losing anytime they can. Um, Yeah, I, I didn't like that Pickens only had three targets. I thought they'd use them a little more right off the bat. They Claypool not. had like six carries. Who's that? Chase Claypool, Claypool had oh, like yeah. six yeah. carries. He is not deep. I was, I was surprised. I think everybody was a little surprised by that. Uh, we'll see how Harris does, but you're right. Jalen Warren should be the hot guy of of pretty much every guy that should be picked up on any league this week. All the hot waiver wire guys. He is the literal only one in my league that's available. So after we're done this uh, cast tonight, I had to go in and process waivers and see who ended up getting. Them. I imagine there's a lot of bidding. I'm sure. Patriots, Dolphins, dude, the Patriots offense stinks, and that's what they get for replacing Josh McDaniels with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. They are awful. And uh, Miami's run game was also gross. Chase Evans and Raheem Mostert combined for 41 yards on the ground. Not great, especially when you thought that that was going to be their bread and butter. Instead, Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, they did fine. Uh, Tyreek Hill's not getting his big plays. He had like Eight catches, I think, for 84 yards or 94. something around that. There Eight you for go. 94, that's still not bad. No, no, it's it's absolutely fine. It's not his normal game, but that's how he's going to get used. And you sneak a touchdown in there every now and then, and he'll be all right. Yeah, I agree. They, uh, We were talking earlier today. I think Miami's going to surprise some people. They look they look good. Uh, man, everybody. They had one, two, three, four, seven different guys with rushes, nine guys with a catch. Spreading it out. Go, you better go believe it. You got you to cover it. everybody. And they got some speed. So you end up having some poor coverage on one of those guys. Boom, going like Waddle on fourth down of all things. Yeah. He scored that. But, man, Long the Patriots, game. and now they have to roll in. Even without T.J. Watt, they got to roll into Pittsburgh this week. After that defensive just juggernaut, I, 
is this the year that finally Belichick, it just, I don't know, it's week one, overreacting, but they. Yeah, I think he outsmarted himself, man. Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are not the answer. No, they're not. Why are, why are those guys running the offense? Why don't not have us run it? We couldn't do any worse. Absolutely. I, we could, I'll do it we for could accidentally score one touchdown. Yeah, I'll do it for a quarter of the money. <laughs> for free. Give me, yeah. give me a but, headset. But, Let me stay on the sidelines. So in my league, and I guess most league scoring format, this is something that rarely happens. The Patriots had zero, zero players even make double digits in fantasy. Wow. Zero. The highest, at least in my league, of all people, Ty Montgomery. Eight now he's point, out. And now he's done. 8.8 8 yep. points. And that's just because he had a lucky touchdown. <laughs> he actually yeah. had five touches for 13 yards, but he had a receiving touchdown. Hopefully for all of my Ramondre Stevenson shares, he becomes uh, the new pass catching back because mm-hmm. they didn't utilize him very much. No, two two targets, two catches for two yards, eight, eight rushes for 25 yards. Not going to get it done in the NFL. Walt Stevenson. Browns Panthers, the much awaited Baker Mayfield reunion. Um Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are the only Browns worth owning, and they're both so good. Christian McCaffrey needs more work, which feels weird to say. They didn't give him the ball enough. Uh, I really thought Baker would be an improvement over Sam Darnold. Maybe he will be, but 16 for 27 for 235, one and one just doesn't do it for me. And what are we doing about Robbie Anderson? Is he did is he Baker's guy? Hundred yeah. receiving yards. I mean, I know one of them was a big play, but I think week to week it'll be a different guy there. I can't really expect that. Maybe it's because he changed his name to I E instead of Y. Did you see that? How many times I, did they mention that during the game? Eight. But he did have eight targets. Really, only one of them did anything. He had what the, like seventy yard touchdown. The rest was yeah. like four catches for thirty yards. So yep. I didn't find it that exciting. They have got to get McCaffrey the ball. You're right. 14 touches in the entire game. Really? 50 yards. You got yards. that by halftime. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Maybe the first quarter. <laughs> give the ball. First two draws. Yeah. Seven That's carries. It. They almost up. came back and won that game. The Browns sort of went out of their way to piss away, but they got those two uh, badass running backs and they're going to carry them. Basically, the team's going to revolve around those two all year because. Man, the receiving core is, is not strong. I, I actually have Amari Cooper. I got him for a really ridiculously low price. He's not worth three bucks. Three catches, yeah, 17 yards. And that's not all his fault. Jacoby Brissett. Right. I, I apologize to Justin Fields and um, what's his face. Um, my apologies. Jacoby Brissett's the worst quarterback in the league. Uh, it wasn't great. It certainly wasn't. That's going to kill him until what week twelve? Is that when uh, Austin can week come 12 back? Over thirteen. Yeah, we have to miss eleven games. So yeah, yeah. So we're going to buy. Dying. I don't know. Uh, next up, Colts and Texans. Matt Ryan threw for a million yards, uh, and as we said, hyper focuses targets to his number one receiver, which is a guy that we are madly in love with, especially me, Michael Pittman Jr. Rex Burkhead is the running back to own in Houston, which honestly is no surprise. I got on Yahoo during some drafts. They had Damian Pierce ranked as RB like 22. Gosh, yeah. what? Calm down, people. Like that hype train got 
way out of whack, way too quick. Burkhead's a guy. He was on pace last year. I just heard a podcast that he thinks fancy footballers. The last eight games of the year last year, he was on pace for like 300 touches. And it's happening again. They love Rex Burkhead for whatever reason. He does the little things right. The, you know, the pass protection, the running the routes, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and Brandon Cooks is good. He's the best wide receiver they have, and he showed it again. And that's just what they do. They run the ball too much, and they throw it to Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Burkhead. And, and apparently O.J. Howard for some reason. Yeah, O.J. Howard, two TDs. Two catches, two TDs. Uh, yeah, Burkhead had 14 carries and eight targets. He's still going to be the guy. I read something yesterday, though, that part of that is Pierre still doesn't quite know all the protections, so he's not in as much on passing downs as maybe he will be later in the season. He is a rook. But you're right. It was a crazy hype train. I told you, I hope to get him in my league for like 12, 13 bucks. He ended up going for like 28 to one of the wow. yahoos who's convinced that he's the second coming of LaDainian Tomlinson or something. It's very, very odd. I Really? You know, whatever. More power to you. Go waste your money on a guy who gets you 4.4 points. You'll, you'll take that as the uh, as the opponent. Yeah. As far as the Colts go, yeah, Ryan had a big day. Um, Jonathan Taylor just – We don't, need, don't even Taylor. mention his name. Yeah. They spread the ball around. I, th- I think they're going to be decent, but it's got to be concerning that you couldn't beat the Texans. You, you know what's concerning is that the AFC South didn't have a single win, and two of them played each other. Yeah. I read it's- some of the first time in NFL history that – a team, a, a division had no wins, and two of the teams played each other. It's the first time it ever happened. Oh, it's so wild. Saints at Falcons. Is there anyone in the NFL more irritating than Taysom Hill? I he drive that guy drives me nuts. Every time he gets on the field, I get annoyed. Um, Jameis Winston was decent because it's not his he, fault. It, no, correct. you want to tell the coach no. I refuse to play. He's taking all of the fantasy points away from the guys that are actually no, He's not. Their coaches are. <laughs> he's not doing let it. Me, they are. Let me hate Taysom Hill. Okay. I think it, you should hate the coaches, though. It's not his fault. All he does is go play when they tell him to play. Let's hate them both. I don't want to. Well, I fine. Fine. I'll hate him by myself. Jameis Winston was decent. Uh, he was a good, nice spot start for me. I started him in a couple uh, couple places, so that was good. Chris Olave had a nice start. Nothing crazy, but yeah. nice uh, He's, rookie. He saved his day at that two-point conversion. Yeah, but just in general, nice, yeah, solid. Three targets in your, in your first, game. first game in the NFL. I can handle that. Kamara was no good, but hopefully that's just a blip. And, dude, I think, I think Michael Thomas is back. Well, again, two I'm, touchdowns not gonna, I'm not going to get crazy. Spooky. He looked did he looked good on his catches though, especially that second touchdown catch. I mean, that was vintage Mike Thomas. Uh, you're right. Don't get crazy, but it he looked he looked good. The Falcons yeah, he looked good were, when he played, yeah. I think he had Falcons one catch for like 14 yards at halftime, but then they started throwing correct, it went, right. They're that throwing to Landry the whole game. That was yeah. the biggest surprise of the game to me. Not that Mike Thomas had two Ds. I never would have thought they'd throw nine times to Jarvis Landry for 114 yards. Well, I would have never. I, I would not put any kind of money on that. Well, I did in our one and done league, and then took him out right before game time. So, yeah. well done. The Falcons, for whatever reason, just can't win. Marcus Mariota will be fantasy relevant this year, as he was last week. Cordero Patterson, he may be a decent play with these other running backs out because not only was Tyler Algier inactive, 
but Damian Williams got hurt and uh, he didn't practice today again. So we'll right. see how that goes. Kyle Pitts, not great, but we'll be fine. And Drake London may even be better mm-hmm. than predicted. He looked seven targets. Awesome. Yeah, he did awesome. seven targets, five catches, 74 yards. Yeah. Mariota definitely will be uh fantasy relevant. He's going to be a guy that anybody can stream. I don't know. The one that's want him starting every week, but he's going to get you enough of his legs that he, you're going to get yeah. points. It, his rushing per game will negate one of his interceptions, maybe three of them. Um, I want to go back real quick to the Saints and Kamara. Yeah. That just looked weird. The, the optics of the whole thing was like they, this new regime in there, don't trust him at all. And I mean, how do how does Alvin Kamara get 12 touches in an entire game? It doesn't it make sense whether you're winning, whether you're losing, whether you're close the whole time. Wow. I, I don't really get that usage. That that's that was bizarre to me. I can understand the nine carries, which I think it was. Yeah, but it was. he needs, but he also needs seven, eight catches. Yeah, he. You know what I mean? No, he had four targets, three catches for seven yeah. yards. Um, if they're going to use him like that, this could end up being a long season for the Saints. Uh, if you believe in Kamara, go trade for him now. Oh yeah, because, I mean, do you know his owner is reeling. All right, your Ravens and the Jets, very kind of blah game. Yeah. I mean, the Ravens put up some points, but it wasn't anything exciting. Lamar Jackson had a decent stat line. Rashad Bateman caught a deep touchdown, which saved his day. Mark Andrews, I mean, okay for a tight end. Not okay for him, but he'll be fine. Michael Carter is good. He looked good. I think he lost a fumble maybe or something, but he did something was not mm-hmm. – oh, no, he dropped a, he dropped a wide-open touchdown pass. Did, That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, Brees but, all lost the fumble. We can't ignore Michael Carter. He looked great with the ball in his hands. Corey Davis outperformed Elijah Moore, which surprised me, and Joe Flacco peppered his running backs with targets. So if you're in a PPR league, you got Michael Carter, maybe even Brees Hall, we'll see. I, I wouldn't gamble with that one, but I would definitely start Michael Carter my flex if I got him in a PPR league. No, even Brees Hall, he had 10 targets. They, uh, I didn't realize there was that many. Yeah, he led the team. And Flacco's already been named the starter for this week. Don't know how much yep. longer that'll last. But, yeah, that's not bad. I think you and I both going into all this were bigger on Michael Carter than Brees Hall, yet all the pundits, all the experts, Brees Hall this, Brees Hall that, Michael Carter's an afterthought. And we're like, let's pump the brakes here a little bit. Let him do something. Yeah, I mean, I had Brees Hall ranked higher for the length, for the season long than I do mm-hmm. Michael Carter. Um and I like Michael Carter. I didn't anticipate him looking as good as he did, to be honest with you. Yeah, I actually have him. I didn't do an official ranking, but yeah, I definitely thought he'd outscore Brees Hall. Now, Brees Hall's the guy I want long-term, not necessarily because I think he's better than Carter, because I think these guys want him to be, and they'll make sure. him. Um, Lamar, yeah, it was a very pedestrian day. It was not really pretty. It was a really boring game. It was out of hand early. The fact that it was only 24-9 to just made it even more boring. Devin Duvernay, he's the star of the game. Two touchdowns, baby. Yeah, I wouldn't admit right if you'd have right told me he had two touchdowns up. all season, I would have said, eh, that's probably right about the limit. That's probably the over-under if you weren't counting punt returns. Some guy um, in my so league that, just dropped like 35 bucks out of 100 on their fab money to get him this week. Wait, what? Some We have a $100 free agent acquisition budget. And some guy in my league of record dropped $35 to get Devin Duvernay. He could have done it for $3, maybe um, 50 cents. Um, I'm speechless. I, I don't, I don't know what to out. say to that. I know. I, I really, 
I don't I don't know what to say. Um, it's looking like J.K. Dobbins will be back, so that could be a huge boost to the offense. There are a few people in Once and Done, uh, President Company, Company included, who played Mike Davis this week. You talk about a fantasy dud, uh, but Kenyon Drake wasn't much better. Correct. Jags commanders, Trevor Lawrence could have had a huge day. He missed a couple throws, at least two touchdown passes oh. uh, he missed. Eddie and then – like yeah, just touched down a slapped, double hand yes, slapped it, the ball. It, it was it was weird. bizarre looking. It didn't look it looked surreal. Like if you had two hands together and a bee came at you, <laughs> yes. what would you do? That's what it's he swatted the bee away. So maybe there was the a ball bee hit the ground like 80 miles. <laughs> was there a bee in his helmet? Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he was under attack. It was so weird from a guy who's supposed to have like some of the best hands in the NFL for running backs. And he, I, it wasn't even like a brick. It wasn't like it just no, bounced sir. off his hands like Stoney. It's like he took it and threw it down like his rugby or something. And a volleyball spike. That's exactly yes, what it was. It was so weird. <laughs> That's very odd. Um, what what, what do you think it was? I, I don't know. And, and he could have done backflips into the end zone after he caught it. There wasn't anybody within 12 yards of him. Uh, he should have a decent year, though. That being said, he yeah. looked all right. Um, it was nice to see James Robinson get out there and playing well. He, he I think, did. is going to be better than advertised. Two he TVs. looks like his old self, right? Christian Kirk appears to be the go-to. He had a really nice game. I think six catches for one seventeen or something like 12 that. Targets. Yeah, yeah, twelve. Uh, listen, if your wide receiver is getting twelve targets, you You're gonna get hop on points. board, man. Yes, yep. I'll ride that train. Carson Wentz was QB3 on the week with four touchdown passes, but tread carefully, my friends. The Jaguars' defense really stunk. All four of his touchdown passes, three of them were terrible coverage. There wasn't anyone really around the receiver. And the fourth, the defensive back was actually there. All he had to do was put a hand up, and it had defended the pass, and he didn't. He just let the ball go right to Dotson. Watch. But, um Jahan Dotson did have one heck of a game. He only had three catches, but he scored twice. Uh, that's a way to start your NFL career. McLaurin was okay. Only two catches, but he did the Rashad Bateman thing and scored and saved his day. And how about our boy Antonio Gibson leading Washington? Seven catches, 72 yards, and averaging six yards a touch. Yeah. If he keeps if he keeps balling out, they're going to have trouble putting Brian Robinson back in the starting lineup whenever he gets back from his injury. Yeah, I, I don't think they are. I they shouldn't. That, and no, people I are going to get deals on Antonio Gibson. I, I don't mean, think that they'll deals. continue feeding Gibson. Just like last year. As, <laughs> as great as he did at the end of the year, we were so excited when McKissick got hurt. And he was putting up these amazing numbers. The second McKissick comes back, okay, Gibson, have a seat on third down every freaking time. I, I, I thought just, you were saying. No, no, I wish. And I even had Brian Ross, but I still, I love Antonio Gibson. He Again, Miles Sanders, him, so underutilized, so misused. But it they was have nice. to keep but the star he of the plays game like he did. was Curtis Samuel, of all people. Oh, and you can't right. just say it was pure luck because he had 11 targets. They Well, now keep in mind, he was with Ron Rivera in Carolina. They were scheming ways to get him the ball. I mean, no, they did it last year catches. and it didn't work out. He sucked last year. Well, he got hurt seven minutes into the season. Yeah, he sucked it when he came back because I know because I had him on one of my squadrons. I dumped his butt. But um, he had a good game. Uh, they looked decent. Uh, the defense yeah. didn't play terribly. We'll see how they go. I, this is a team that should win six or seven games. 
they'll have some decent weeks. Yeah, I agree. Pack and Vikings, Aaron Rodgers struggled mightily. The receiver struggled. Um, I had Randall Cobb as a sneaky play in the one-and-done league because Rodgers – yourself out of some points. Well, he was so sneaky, Aaron Rodgers didn't even know he was playing. He had three targets. (laughs) Listen, he's got – Rodgers is playing with receivers he's never played in the game before. He's got Randall Cobb. You knew it was going to be – you knew the Vikings were going to put up points – Hitting Cobb on these little crossing routes, I I anticipate. Now, one and done is a little different. You're not shooting for the moon here always. But if Cobb got me six, seven catches for like 47 yards, I would have been perfectly fine with that. Yeah, that's eight, nine points. But didn't happen. A.J. Dillon dominated uh, as we predicted, and thank God because I have him in like 45 leagues. Uh, Our favorite cousin, Kirk Cousins, was awesome. J.J. Uh, Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in the league. He was somehow – he did the Cooper Cup thing where he's wide open. My All favorite the was the the one touchdown catch. He, I think it was a touchdown. It was yeah. a long pass if it wasn't. He caught the ball and jumped because he thought the defender was there, and there was no one in the screen. It was just him. Yeah, like He jumped backwards to get out of the way, and no one was around. And Dalvin Cook was fine. He didn't score for you, but I think he had over 100 total yards maybe. Uh, but he, he'll be good, especially against the, uh, the Eagles this coming week. They just let DeAndre Swift torch them. So Dalvin Cook, let's go. Yeah, he had 108 total yards, 23 touches. Uh, J.J. had 158 yards at halftime, only up with 184 because they sort of dialed it down in the second half. He Indeed, is just beautiful. sick. Um, and we, you and I had a discussion today where you disagree with me. I said he might be the best player in the league now, regardless of position. You're still going with Aaron, Aaron Donald. It wasn't three hours after we had that conversation that Aaron Rodgers said in his interview, post-game interview, that Justin Jefferson is most likely the best player in the NFL now. He, he might be. Yeah, he might. Gosh, They're both up good. there. They're both top five. Uh, sure. I can't get too worried again. Overreaction first week. They got trounced, what, 31-3 to last year in week one to the Saints. They ended up number one seed. I can't get too crazy, but you're right. It's different now. No Devontae Adams. How different would have this game been, the whole com- com- complex complexion of the game, if our boy Christian Watson didn't drop that 75-yard touchdown on the first offensive play of the game? They could have changed the whole thing. You couldn't lay you mean, it in somebody's hands better. It was you, you just mean- – Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers reached over his shoulder and dropped the ball in his yeah, hands, it would have been any better. Nice. And that thing went off his hands like he didn't even know it was coming. It was a, it was a bad drop. And Rodgers was pissed. He was not amused. Yes. The only silver lining is Mr. Christian Watson was about five yards past the defense on that play. So, you know, that's something to look forward to. But, man, yeah. you, you got to catch a damn ball. It doesn't matter how fast you run if you can't catch. I know. Aaron Jones um, misused terribly in this game, which made me very happy. But they've already come out and said that that will not be the case going forward, which I don't like. We'll see. AJ Dillon dominated, so we'll see. He looked good. He, he was, really he was good. He played. He's good. a man amongst boys out there. He's Love one it. of those few backs in a league that you see some of those defenders as they're getting ready to go after him. Maybe let's just a little. <laughs> what? Who's that jackass? I can't stand. Um, that's frightened of Derrick Henry. Um, oh. Um, from Seattle um, and then the Ravens, Earl Thomas. Yes, he. They look a little like him. Like uh, I'm not sure if I really want to tackle this guy or not because the dude is a brute. Don't blame him. The yeah. dude is a brute. 
Giants at Titans, another lame NFC East win. Somehow the Giants were able to pull it out. I think Barkley is almost back to vintage rookie year Barkley. He looked very, very good. Uh, what a weird way to play Kadarius Tony. He had two carries and zero targets, and he looked awesome as well with the yeah, ball. Yeah, we know hands. why now, right? I what? assume you read that article. I Apparently, did not. he the day before, he came extremely late to the receiver's walkthrough. I did and not the see that. Were none too pleased with that. There we go. This was his yeah. punishment. There we go. Uh, Daniel Jones wasn't that bad. Seventeen for twenty-five, no. I think. Two touchdowns. It's a good decisions. I he watched was QB a good 14. bit of this game. He didn't look bad. He was QB fourteen for the week. Derrick Henry was okay, although not what you wanted. Uh, Traylon Burks was decent. Looked fine out there. Kyle yeah. Phillips. We talked about him a long time ago. I mentioned on Twitter that he. That this is like two months ago. He is this year's Hunter Renfro. This guy can run yeah. some serious routes. And I think he only ran like 19 routes or something or was on the field for 20 plays, something like yeah. that. He got six catches. I think Nine something targets. was weird. Yeah, I've noticed this before. Derrick Henry, for as good as he is, he he actually needs some space to make it happen, well, which you wouldn't dude. think for a guy as, as what you think big like that, he you know, he'd be able to get it done, but he almost needs – three or four yards before he can really do something. Otherwise he's just falling down and getting tripped up and running the back of his own line. Yeah. But but that said, all it takes is one of those times and going for sure. 75 yard touchdown. He was Bye. getting hit about a yard deep, you know, behind the line of scrimmage on numerous plays. I, I mean, he still averaged about four yards a carry. You're right. It wasn't one of his stellar games. They didn't, he didn't get a score, but my, my favorite thing in this whole game, my favorite stat Saquon Barkley led the Giants in targets. Yes, he sure did. Seven. Not a lot, but still. The fact that maybe this regime now is going to finally start, you know, these new guys are going to use him the correct way and say, hey, this guy's the best player on our team. Let's get Let's after it. it. You yeah. know, so that 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 to me is big. Man, uh, I want him so bad in my league of record. But, man, the price went up so much higher than I expected it to. And I told you this week I was between him and Eli Mitchell was my second back in once and done. And once again, I choose poorly. Cost me go. 26 points. Uh, one team that did not choose poorly were the Raiders, who were at the Chargers this week when they went out and they got Devontae Adams because that dude is the man. He had six catches and 70 yards more than the next closest guy on his team. That alone is a decent game, six or 70. He, he was more than that. Too. I think Darren Waller was second on the team. He in, tied in the rest of the team in targets, 17 yeah. to 17. There you go. Keenan Allen was dominating before getting hurt. Mike Williams was invisible, although big Mike Williams has historically played pretty well without Keenan Allen on the field, and Allen has already been ruled out for Thursday. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Gerald Everett, we told you to play him. Decent late uh, tight end pickup, and he did well. Uh, Herbert, it's going to be tough to – know what receiver outside of Mike Williams to play because he he spreads it around. Is it Josh Palmer? Palmer? Is it DeAndre Carter? We don't really know. So if you're going outside of Mike Williams, I wish you the best. That's a tough one because that's one I'd like to play in once and done, but I just don't know Me who to too. pick. And, and you know, I, I always hate picking Thursday night players. So that's just this three more days of the week. I'm pissed off when I pick the wrong person. <laughs> um, I did see somewhere that Mike Williams only had four targets, ran the most pass routes uh, on the team. 
Um, Strange. So, I, I mean, I, I would have to go back and really look into it. Maybe yeah. there was great coverage or maybe they just maybe they knew Keenan Allen was going to be the guy like the, the type of routes he was running, that kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe that's why it was. That's how it worked out. But we'll yeah, see. They really spread around. Targets were four, 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 two, two, four, four, four. Yes, I'm I mean, not panicking do. yet. I mean, what in the world? On oh, my no. No, of course not. And then they won. And and they won. So there's they nothing did. to panic about as far as from right. a football standpoint. But yeah, your prediction of Mike Williams taking over the fantasy world is not looking strong yet. But again, overreaction week one. He could easily have 170 yards and two touchdowns this week. Uh, Herbert looked good, not great, just up to his normal antics. Austin Eckler didn't do a whole lot. Uh, He'll be back. He'll be fine. Subpar. Raiders have just got to figure it out because if if we're watching and it's just week one and we know what pretty much what they're going to do on every single play, then opposing defenses are most likely going to know even better. So it, this one-dimensional thing, I don't – you know, it's this whole be careful what you wish for because – I don't know that it's going to work super well because their car is not Aaron Rodgers. Leave, leave the New England Patriots stuff in New England. Stop exactly. taking it out of there. Leave it there. I don't care if you're Josh McDaniels and you're the one who invented it. Leave it there. Yeah. Car with three picks. Yeah, you know, it's just you, you. You can only force the guy, force the ball to one guy so often before it just backfires. All right, Kansas City Chiefs at the Cardinals. Wow. No Tyreek Hill, no problem. Patty Mahomes was QB one. Nine guys caught a pass, and I figured out why I was wrong on Mahomes. Now, listen, I had Mahomes. I think he was my QB six. It's not like I had him way down the board, but we should always be learning, and this was a learning, mo a teachable moment for me. Talk talk to I, me. Tell me how right I was. Yo, you absolutely, after week one, yeah, definitely true, more true, right True, true. That there's... I did not focus enough on his skills as a player and more importantly, the coaching of Andy Reid. Oh, he's a beast. You know, so many stats, like the one that I brought up a few times when a QB loses their wide receiver one, they drop two and a half fantasy points per week. Like that's just what history tells us. But history isn't looking at Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. It, it, the stats just don't matter when you have the right player and the right coach. So that's on me. Guess what? Learn my lesson. Not going to happen again. CEH played very well, very efficient. Two touch. If he didn't score, he had a normal CEH day. But he yeah, did find he had, zone he had seven carries for forty-two yards. That's six right. six-yard average. Right, very efficient. Like I said, yeah. but like the ending, the stats are what you come to expect from him if he doesn't find the end zone. I got you. Travis Kelsey's still the man. Juju appears to be the wide receiver one as of right now. He and does. then for Arizona, it was not pretty. No one on the team had over thirty yards rushing or even had 30. I think Kyler Murray led the way with 29. Hollywood Brown caught a touchdown, but was pretty disappointing. And Greg Dortch was <laughs> the leading receiver for the Cardinals. Their defense stinks. Nine targets for Dortch. Dortch. Like, really? Love it. It's my, one of my favorite names, I think, in the NFL. You know, Hollywood saved his day with that late sliding touchdown on fourth down in the end zone. It's a, honestly a terrible throw. Um. That whole Carl's, they did not look in sync from the beginning. Offense, defense, special teams, they were overrun. This game could have easily been 65 to 22. It could have oh, just, yeah. they completely backed off. CH barely even played the second half. Pacheco ended up leading the team in, in, in carries because he played was, the whole second half. And, and he it scored. Was, it was, the game was in Arizona. Yes. 
that yeah. was an away game for the for the Chiefs. But, so back to what we were talking about, I had mentioned, and this isn't a rub in the face. You just looked at it differently than me. Rub it I, all in my face, Kevin. Because you know Tyreek, though, I think he's an uh, – you wish that as badass as he is, and he's so fast, and he's a much better route runner than people give him, give him credit for, the Duke can play. But it would become that diva thing where I think Mahomes felt pressure to get in the ball or he'd be on the sideline whining. Now he can throw to anybody. This offense is wide open. Nine different receivers with, with well, not or just nine different people with a catch, at least one catch. Man, when, when Mahomes can just hit anybody and go through his reads, and there's always somebody with reads and, and the enemy's uh, um, their, their play calling. This Good is luck a defending everybody. Look out for, dude. Defense played well, too. They gave up two junk late touchdowns with the second teamers in. I, do I think they're going to be great? No, but if this offense plays like this, look out NFL. This might be the new start of you know the Chiefs. Another pretty awful game was Sunday night. The Bucks at the Cowboys. Bucks won oh, yeah. thankfully, uh, and the the Cowboys might not win another game for quite some time. Um, Tom Brady wasn't great. Evans, Mike Evans was good, although he's dealing with a little injury right now. Chris Godwin is hurt again, so he's out. Fournette dominated. 21 carries for 127 yards, although he left the game at the end, didn't come back in. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Dak Prescott, he's out for probably two months. Um, and like I said, Cowboys, if they win a single game with uh, Cooper Rush as their quarterback, good for them. If you're a C.D. Lamb fan, don't panic yet because when Cooper Rush had a spot start last year, I think he, Cooper, uh, Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb both had Double-digit targets. He was forcing the ball to them, if my memory yeah, serves had, me right. So Yeah, they were right. behind all the time. Yeah, so don't – C.D. Lane might be okay, fantasy folks. He might be all right. Yeah, so Dallas coming up has the Bengals, Giants, Commanders, Rams, Eagles. And it's at the Giants, home against Commanders. That's it. I was, was going to give the Giants. But they yeah, could be 0-6 by the time Dak comes back. It's a, it's a legitimate that that could really happen. Yeah. I, I man, wow! I love it so much. I, I don't listen. I hate the Dax hurt, but when the Cowboys know, are yeah. bad, I'm happy. Um, I I don't I don't even know what to say to all that. It was it was an ugly game. Yeah, Brady didn't look great, but he frequently doesn't look great in Week One. Um, he's figuring some things out. I tell you, who looked great was Julio Jones. He did. He, did. He, looked, he looked strong. Evans will be the number one guy, but he's going to get Lattimore this week. Um, That's always a good matchup, though. Yeah, it should be. Uh, Godwin, yeah, he's going to be out for – they're saying the hamstring injury is not nearly as bad as they maybe originally thought. Uh, Leonard Fournette looked great. I mean, he just yeah. – the dude can play. Um, and, and he's saying he'll be fine this week, that he'll be playing. Zeke looked like a guy who probably shouldn't be on the field very much. That said, Tony Pollard – Six six carries for eight yards. Yeah, well, Zeke was averaging five yards a carry. He had five point two, but one of them he had one like twenty some yard run. The rest was just I don't know. He just still I I just still think he's the second best on best player or back on the team. As far as receiving, CD Lamb, eleven targets, two good. catches. We need it. We need it to keep going. Dak, he needs twenty two targets. Dak looked like crap before he even went out. He they had nothing. They had no rhythm. They had no anything. It was I think losing Amari Cooper and forcing CeeDee Land to be your number one and your only receiver 
it's going Tough. to be a problem. Um, I'm not saying he can't be a number one, but he's it. It's him or Dalton Schultz underneath. Right. So, who had a good game, Schultz, seven for 62 on nine targets. These guys are in real trouble. You're right. There goes my bold oh, yeah. prediction with Dak out. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's yeah. most of the teams in the league, honestly. Your starting quarterback goes out. Your your true playoff aspirations go with them. Not every sure. team has Jimmy G on the bench. Uh, last one of the week, Broncos and Seahawks. Gosh, this one did not go as Ooh. planned. I cannot imagine how many people had Denver in their survivor pool and are now out for the year. Javante looked awesome. He had 12 targets, I think 11 catches. Uh, but Melvin Gordon won't go away. I wish he would. Cortland Sutton, Jerry, Judy, I both don't. should be fine. Judy, he did have a long cut touchdown catch to to help him out. Otherwise, it only been like three for 35. But Russell Wilson was okay. Geno Smith started the game 13 for 13. He Rashad did. Penny didn't have a lot of stats, but he did look good with the ball in his hands. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are screwed. The, and the entire tight end situation for both teams stink. The seven tight ends caught a pass in this game. Seven. There are games that were played this weekend that yeah. those two teams combined probably don't even have seven tight ends on their teams. Seven tight ends caught a pass in this game. Um, but dude, I, I good for Gino. The DK Metcalf had seven catches. If I told you he had seven catches, you'd think he had a two hundred yards. But nope, he had like thirty-two, thirty-six. He caught all of his targets. Those seven for seven. That's yeah. just all little meaningless stuff. It's um, uh, but yeah, the tight ends. I only count five that caught passes. Maybe seven. Uh, for, were, maybe seven were targeted. And okay, five that caught passes. Be, I think that's that where we, I think that's where you were heading there. But still, that's yeah, that's crazy. And two Ridiculous. of them scored. Disley and Colby Parkinson. There's a name. Here. There's a household name. And the Beck fellow on the Broncos. Yes, he he caught three or four passes. Two, two for fifty-two on three targets. Jerry Judy was the star of the game. He had that one long pass, or he sort of that. Yeah. I don't know how the defender was not able to knock that ball down, but whatever. Um, it was an ugly game to watch, yet unbelievably entertaining. I was literally on the edge of my seat the whole game, like, who is going to win this? Who actually wants to win this game? And there's no way Seattle's going to hold on for this, are they? And then they now did. we have this controversy already because this new guy in Denver doesn't trust Russ any more than they did in Seattle. And it's all freaking blowing up. All right. We got to fly through some possible pickups this week. We talked about Jalen Warren. Dontrell Hilliard, if you want to, maybe only if you're a Derrick Henry owner, just in case. Eno Benjamin seems to be the, the number one backup in Arizona. And you know Connor's going to go down. If you want to throw a flyer with a Chargers receiver, go ahead. I wouldn't. Khalil Herbert needs to be owned. He looked good out there backing up. David Montgomery, Curtis Samuel, we mentioned, Jeff Wilson, we mentioned, and Jamal Williams, depending on how DeAndre Swift's um, ankle is. Anything else for that? Not as far as pickups, because there's week one. We, we already right. covered the injuries. Who and, and, who yeah, and who am I going to draw my team? Because they might be good. So I uh, said in my league record, there's only Warren is the only one of all those guys even available. So there's just there's not yep. a lot to pick up. All right. A couple starts for me this week. I'm going to run through – Again, two per position, and again, going to do it quickly. For me, Derek Carr versus Arizona, I think is going to be a solid start, even though he threw a bunch of picks. We talked about how terrible Arizona's defense is, and Mahomes just smashed them. Matt Stafford is my second guy. Give me a bounce-back game. They're going against the Falcons. They obviously have one of the league's worth defenses, and Stafford's had a few extra games to prepare. Sound good? 
Oh, yeah. You like those? Yeah. I'm going with uh, myself, uh, Joe Burrow. And I'd like to say Kirk Cousins game, even though I already played him once and done. Against That's Philly, fine. if golf can light him up like yeah. that, I'm feeling really good about what Minnesota's going to do. Um, 100%. And then, yeah, Burrow against Dallas. I think this will be a bounce-back game. I think Burrow's pissed. He does not like losing, and he most definitely does not like being the reason they lost. True. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a big bounce-back game for him. Running backs, Jeff Wilson, obviously, with Elijah yes. Mitchell out. And give me Antonio Gibson again. I played him in a once-and-done last week, but look, they're going against Detroit. The Eagles ran all over them last week. Let's do it again. I have not really looked deep into running backs yet. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I, I just I, – I looked at these games, and there's like none that stand out for – Jeff Wilson's the one dude. I mean, is everybody in our once-and-done league going to play him this week? Yes. The other ones are all just the guys that – Oh, I think you should play Jonathan Taylor this week. It's like that type stuff. Like all these players that obviously should be in. I don't, I couldn't and find that's why I'm not doing like that. Like this great value pick um, that, that I think is going to really just have a huge game. I wish I could come up with somebody, but so, I really couldn't. We'll move on to the wide receivers. Um, now, this guy's not digging too deep, like you're just talking about, but he didn't have a great week last week. But give me Cortland Sutton against Houston, Denver. Definitely has something to prove, and Houston's secondary is very, very young. And let's just flip the hop on the other side of the field here. Give me Brandon Cooks against Denver, who just lost their free safety, Justin Simmons, and you know Cooks is their deep guy. Give me a give me one post from Brandon Cooks, a fifty-five yard touchdown, and it already paid off. And they should be playing from behind. You know, Davis Mills is going to pepper that guy with the ball. Okay, one I like is Julio Jones. I know okay, that yes. surprises you, but because no, Godwin's going to be out, Lattimore's yep. going to cover Evans everywhere he goes, most likely. And Brady's going to have to throw to somebody. I like I, that, Julio. I like that. And then I'm going with Tyler Boyd. I thought about him as well. Because yep. T. Higgins is not definitely getting out. They're saying now he's looking like he's about 50-50 for the game. So if Higgins plays, okay, maybe not Boyd as much. But even if he does, somebody looks at him wrong, they're going to pull him out of the game. So, in Dallas is just straight reeling, so I'm going to go with Tyler Boyd. Tight ends, Jared Everett, we told you before, let's ride that wave two weeks in a row. I don't like Thursday players, but Keenan Allen is out, and there might be 60-plus points scored in this one between both teams. Also, Zach Ertz, the Raiders just gave up multiple touchdowns to the Chargers tight ends, and this one should be high scoring as well, as long as Arizona can actually do something. Zach Ertz and Logan Thomas against that Detroit secondary that just got lit up in every way imaginable. Goddard had a pretty good game, I think, against him, didn't he? Uh, he was okay. But I they almost didn't really played need... him, but I played Schultz instead. I think they end up almost pretty much moot of either one. And then my two defenses, I got Cleveland against the New York Jets and Joe Flacco. And then give me Baltimore again against Miami. I know Miami looked good, but they may be at they may be without both of their starting offensive tackles. Good luck, Tua. Yeah, Cleveland definitely. Flacco, the human statue. This could this could get ugly. Miles Garrett, and it's in Cleveland. And then my other one, what was my other one that I had in here? New England at Pittsburgh. I will take the Steelers. I mentioned earlier in the show, even without TJ Watt, they are star studded. I mean that 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 defense doesn't really have any true weaknesses. Amika Fitzpatrick, wow. Now, there's awesome. a guy we've got to maybe start putting in the top 10 all-around players in the league. The dude's a freaking machine. Yes. 
He, oh, wow. Imagine what he could do on our super defense. Like, put him in Buffalo. Nobody ever score on them. And New England is awful. I'll take Pittsburgh. Kickers, pick one. That's all you. Come on, pick no one. Way. Pick one. Eagles kicker. How about that? Eagles kicker. See, um, nice. It's like old school Tecmo yeah. ball where like a couple guys won't let them have yeah. their name. 49ers um, quarterback. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give you one. I'll give you Matt Gay. Um, Rams. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna put points up against Atlanta. I'm gonna pick whoever is kicking for the Chiefs. Who did they just sign? I can't even remember which no name. I don't know. Because Bucker's out. He was good yeah. enough to come back in the game and kick a 54-yard field goal, but now it hurts so bad he can't play. Don't know. You're right. Kickers are the biggest freaking sissies. Yeah, that's it. That said, that Cardinals field, I know Reed came out and said it already. It was awful. Did you see the sod just fly out from under his foot when he went to plant? How wow. do, How is it that this multi-billion dollar industry can't do better with fields? It doesn't seem like it'd be that difficult, but it's year in and year out. They just can't get it right. I know. All right. You good here, sir? Yeah, I'm all good, brother. Some good right, games. Everybody. Week, man. I'm excited. This Chargers Chiefs is going to set the tone for that division for the rest of the season. Sure will. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Our tunes are by Flatline. Please check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at GYBR underscore podcast. Again, that is at G-Y-B-R underscore podcast. Thanks again. We're out. See you, bud. Peace.